0: Hi, this is Donna Miller. You are listening
1: to TV Confidential. We had Robert to welcome you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television that will shift gears, or or shall we say, redirect our energy as we welcome nationally renowned voice artist Jared Hewitt. Jared Hewitt, longtime voice of the Disney Channel and a voice you have heard on more than two thousand commercials, including national ad campaigns for Coca Cola and White Castle hamburgers. Jared Hewitt is also the epitome of what it means to be a survivor. He was diagnosed with agoraphobia, PTSD, and depression all before the age of 21. He was also morbidly obese as a child and faced massive debt and grappled with alcoholism and addiction while growing up LGBTQ in the conservative Midwest. Jared was also told that he would never make it in show business, Then one day he found that he had the power within himself to change all that, and he did. Jared lost 150 pounds, overcame his debt to create a seven-figure company, and became a USA Today best-selling author in addition to his voiceover career. Jared not only shares his story, he shows you how you can overcome any obstacle you face by tuning in to your own Personal energy frequency. We'll tell you what he means by then. Just a segment first. Jared Hewitt, welcome to TV Confidential.
2: Thank you very much, Ed. It's great to be here. Thank you everybody for uh, tuning in today and listening. And we're in for uh, hopefully what's going to be a fun, wild ride.
1: I believe that all of us every day have a chance to reinvent ourselves if we want to, and that is really at the heart of your story, isn't it?
2: It really is. I, I love that you said that. If if we want to, if we choose to, and sometimes that choice can be perceptively very difficult. But one of the things that I learned, I went through an experience where it was uh, one of the one of the later years of college. It, it took me a while. Uh, I had a couple of uh, lap years, as they call them. But I remember laying in bed and uh, you know having a halter monitor strapped to me and being on lots of different medications and i remember just laying there and and saying you know okay god if this is it um, just take me i'm done this is it and i you know nothing happened (laughs) and everything stayed the same and i thought okay you know what why it was just this realization of why do i think the way i think why do i feel the way i feel and it was kind of this idea of if i'd have been born ten thousand miles twenty thousand miles even three thousand miles away Uh, You know, to a different set of circumstances, different sociology, different religious background, different family. Um, You know, there would be certain things about me that would be the same, but there would be certain things about me that would be totally different. And it just got me to open up enough to start looking at why I believe the way I believe, why I think the way I think, which fundamentally brought me back to that just everything is energy. You know, going back to looking at, you know, even with the halter monitor and having the, you know, EKGs as many times as I had them and uh, all of the things, you know, they strap these things to your bodies and what are they getting? They're getting readouts of your energy. And they can do it, uh, you know, we do it with stress tests. We do it with when they put the little nodes on your head and... You know, they'll sometimes subject you to, uh, at one point I had gone through some uh, things with an MS diagnosis and they were doing the checkerboard tests and things like that. Uh, But they will look and and you'll be subjected to different things, wanting different outputs from your body. And all of these things are energy. And uh, so I looked at that just and I took it just a little bit further than that. And I said, okay, well, everything I believe, all of that is also creating energy. It's creating feelings in my body. It's creating uh, beliefs that that, uh, are extending out and creating feelings that I have around, uh, what it is to be me and, and what it is to be in the world and what it is to create my life. And, you know, what if I, you know, it's not as easy sometimes as saying, what if I just stopped believing all of those things, but I, I gave myself a little bit of room and I said, what if I chose something different? Even yeah. if it's just in the moment of now, just for a, a brief second. And that gave me just enough freedom to start down that path out of saying, okay. Uh, right now what if I wanted to reinvent myself and and I don't think I had the wherewithal at the moment to realize I was saying what if I wanted to reinvent myself but even in that moment I just wanted to not be in pain I just wanted to live a little bit I wanted a little bit of freedom but but in in giving myself that choice of saying what if right now I wanted to choose something different I think for the first 25 years of my life I didn't even realize I had that choice and so it was it was a huge eye-opening experience to even realize how much choice I had and and as I kind of journeyed forward and as I talked to people all over the world, you know, I think there's still a a very large portion of our lives that we live where we're so committed to a story of living from other people's expectations or even our own expectations that we forget just how much of our lives are actually choices.
1: One of the things there, there are several Places where I read your book, the which is called "The Answer Is Energy." The answer is energy, and there are several places where I nodded, Jared, uh, not only because I agreed with you, because but I've just found in my own experience that that is true. Meaning, as human beings, we all face obstacles, we all face moments, good moments, not so good moments in our journey, and it is very easy to let certain experiences even certain traumatic experiences define who we are today and the and the rest of who we're going to be and you know dovetailing on some of the things you just said that speaks to you know uh the message of the book and the message of your your teachings with your clients is that yes you don't want to necessarily forget what happened but you don't have to let that define the rest of your life
2: yeah absolutely i mean um you know, I think people are are sometimes shocked when, uh, you know, I'll say that, you know, one of my best friends uh, now in my life is my mom, and I'm actually the guardian of my father who has dementia. And uh, they can look back, and people who have uh, read some of my previous books where I've explored the tra- trauma and the traumatic experience I've had of, you know, being uh, sort of uh, abused and and having sexual things happen and not not at their hands, but just things that that the psychological trauma I would say of uh, just the, the growing up with those parents and they would go you know seriously and and my my answer to that is you know yes, when you you can work through to a space where um, you can actually come to a neutral space, one of the first places I start off in the book is a chapter. You know i start off with what is energy in the moment of now and creating worthiness because i think a lot of people we give our stories away to all of those things we give our our innate uh who we are we kind of turn it over to those events and we allow those events to become the the catalyst and the building blocks for who we are and so we build everything it's like you know building the foundation of your life on on the sand of those traumatic events and so no matter no matter how much Uh, good we do or no matter what we do in our life. We don't ever feel like we're enough. We don't ever feel validated enough. We're always looking externally uh, for something that we can only intrinsically find internally. And so um, when we really start to reevaluate who we are as people and we start to redefine our story, it really makes us untouchable in a way that I don't mean that in a way that is an ego space where it's like nobody can touch me, I'm amazing. No. But it but it really does come from a heart space where we realize, hey, you know what, I realize that all of these people out there that may have created this space, and it's a hard. It, it, it can be a hard space because I, I know that if I'd have said this to, you know, I'm, I'm in my 40s now. If I'd have said this to 25 year old, even though I sound like I'm probably 12, <laughs> uh, comes in. Uh, But you know, even if I'd have said this to 25 year old me, I, I, I probably 25 year old me would have tried to have you know unplugged the monitors and the IVs and tried to punch myself in the face. Um, But if you can get to that space where you realize that those people are acting from their own wounds, you know, they're acting from their own messed up psyches, their own sociological uh, fundamental understandings of life. They're, They're really coming from their own very wounded spaces of their own lack and limitation and what they view the world as. And underneath it all, they're very hurt and angry and wounded children crying out for love, too. And I know that sounds kind of puny and wimpy. But it's true. There are people that didn't get the nurturing and the love and their defense mechanisms have all built up into this thing where if we're talking about our parents, for example, even in their, uh, you know, messed up ways, they're maybe trying to impart things into us that they feel like will make us better people or they're projecting into us their own wounds. And when we can understand that that's how people that are wounded operate, we can let ourselves literally disconnect from all of their emotional turmoil and trauma and that puts us back in the driver's seat. It can let us become neutral to that, and it can also allow us to start healing the wounds that we took on from all of that and realize that, hey, a lot of this stuff that I took on it's not really mine. It's not about me, and it never was. It was about them. So who am I really? What do I really want to experience? And it gives us the freedom to start really meeting ourselves in a new space that allows us to tune into love in a new way and really grow in a new way. And from there, we start to flourish, i found.
1: On the line with us is Jared Hewitt. Jared Hewitt, nationally known voice artist, USA Today, best-selling author and a multi-dimensional energy expert who has helped Millions of clients across the globe change their lives by recognizing and channeling their own transformational energy. Jared's latest book, The Answer Is Energy, provides 30 chapters of guidance and stories that reveal how to shift energy and reframe your thinking about family, money, relationships, abundance, control, and most important of all, living in the moment now, the answer is energy is available in bookstores everywhere, as well as Amazon.com and Jared's website, jarrethewitt.com. Jaredhewitt.com. There is also bonus online material uh, related to the answer is energy, which you can find at jarrethewitt.com forward slash meditations. And Jared spells his name J A R R A D. H e w i w t Jared Hewitt dot com forward slash meditation. I was, always, I was always going to say Jared is is almost a palindrome except for the D at the end.
2: <laughs> That's right, it is. Well, and Hewitt H e w e t t. Yeah, we we've kind of got the yeah yeah. Um,
1: what a what a dovetail on something you just said. Uh, and, and it goes back to when you made the point about how. You're the caregiver uh, to both your parents. And, and you talk about how some of the things you face as a youngster were the result of, of restrictions that your, your mother in particular imposed on you that had more to do with her than it did with you and my question, my, my takeaway, and this is, uh, I mean, I.
2: Or the emotional caregiver for her. My dad actually has dementia, so I'm his physical caregiver. Okay. Uh,
1: all right. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you for the clarification, sure. but, but, sure. but, but the point is.
2: She lives around the corner now. I, 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 yeah. I <laughs> moved, moved her around the corner and quickly realized maybe that's a little too close.
1: There there you go. There, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. We all, we all need a little personal space and, and she probably needs her own personal space too. But the, but the, the, my, my, my question is, you know, we all have moments that, yes, you know, like you said, if I was born 3,000 miles away to another parent, would I be different, you know? Right, and right. and but what's me versus what somebody
2: else's projection and stories and what did the teachers tell me and what did the religious figures tell me? What did my parents tell me? Yeah, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and it's, it is very easy, and we all know people who do this, who blame, you know, they grow up. You know, well into their adulthood, well into their fives and their sixes, and they still have issues with their parents. And the challenge. Oh, and is, even
2: after the parents die, Ed, I work with people all the time. Yeah, I work with people in their seventies and eighties, and they still, you know, and their parents are long gone, and they're still trying to deal with the trauma. So yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, no, it, no, that's, but, it's a big deal.
1: Well, yeah, and the challenge is at least in your case for lucky we recognize that all of our parents they do the best they can with the equipment they have with the skills they have with the knowledge that they have and uh yes okay there there may have been some things about how you were raised that you wish you could you know play back but uh rather than focus on what happened then you take the wisdom on what you learn now and try to you know not only uh, foster a, a better life, a better, you know, uh, a map out a future of your own on your terms, but hopefully foster a better relationship with your parents and loved ones from the past.
2: Oh, 100%. And I, there's, I, this, people think this sounds weird sometimes when I say it, but it's true. I wouldn't change a single thing in my life. Everything that I experienced brought me to where I am
1: today. Plus, you can't. Yeah, I really, yeah well, that's true, that's true, but even even
2: if I could, I wouldn't, because yeah. I, I look back on it now with appreciation and love and grace, yeah. um, it all, you know, had I not experienced some of the trauma, had I not experienced the, uh, the contrast or the difficulty, uh, it just, it wouldn't, you know, if, if the coal doesn't experience the pressure, it doesn't become the diamond, you know, and uh, so I look back at that and... You know, I, like I said, I have a whole different appreciate. My siblings are in very different places with that relationship with both of my parents. Mm-hmm. But uh, I look at it and – but I see the world that way too. I can look at the political structure in the world and I, I see – you know, I look at everybody and I say, okay, you know, what is, what is the hurt behind what they're saying or what is, the, uh, what is the story behind what the person is saying? Because it's never about the words that are being spoken. Most of the time it's about what's not being spoken. And, you know, that can be love. A lot of, you know, if somebody is giving a message, there, there can be love behind it, or there can be hurt behind it, or there can be hatred behind it. But what's, what's behind that and what causes that? And there is there's energy behind that, and there is there's a story behind that. And if we can get to learn the person's story, we can really learn to communicate with that person at a much deeper level. And all of the pretense, you know, and it, it takes a while. I mean, you can't, if you go up to somebody and you say, hey, how are you? And, you know, they're shouting at the, you know, if I, I use this analogy the other day, if somebody's standing on the street corner yelling about how muffins are the worst thing <laughs> in the world and they're taking over the planet yeah. and they hate muffins and you spend all this time baking a muffin and you take it to them in kindness and, you know, they throw the muffin out and you feel dejected. Well, you know, yes, that, you, you know, and you go, but well, I was so kind and why did they do that? You know, then you're, you're feeding into that sort of duality opposition story. But if you realize, hey, this person, you know, has some stuff going on, and there's a different way to approach that, and you get to understand why they feel the way they do about muffins, and then, you know, then you can start to kind of approach it, uh, or you just realize, hey, this person really doesn't like muffins, and I'm not going to talk to them about yeah, muffins. Yeah. Uh, you know, you give them their space, and you, you learn to get along, and. Uh, so it's, there's lots of different ways to handle that, but it's basically just realizing that, that again, it, it all goes back to our belief systems and why we believe the way we believe. And, and there are reasons, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of people believe the things that they believe and we don't even realize it because, uh, it's just, we've been kind of, it's been ingrained. It's socialized. It's somebody told somebody this and they told us this, and this is the way it's always been. And we never question it. But when we start to question it, and we start to open up and have experiences, we realize that there's a whole other world out there that we've never really allowed ourselves to experience or explore. And once we start to do that, we open our mind. And it's just a matter of uh, going back to what you said at the beginning, every single moment is a chance to step into a whole new way of thinking and being. And are we ready to do that? Because it can rock the foundation of who we are because it completely sets us off on a new course. And uh, it requires a little bit of letting go and a little bit of trust, but when we do that, um, I've always found it to be, you know, it, it's life-changing in the greatest ways possible.
1: On the line with us is Jared Hewitt, nationally known voice artist, USA best-selling author, and a multi-dimensional energy expert and coach and teacher who has helped millions of clients around the world change their lives by recognizing and channeling their own transformational energy. Energy, Jared's latest book, The Answer is Energy, is available in bookstores everywhere as well as Amazon.com, JaredHewitt.com. Take a quick time out, then we'll continue our conversation with Jared Hewitt when we come back on TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out.
0: Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series aside set against the background of working actors.
1: Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you
0: write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years.
1: It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's
0: based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have. Many have happened to me, many have happened to friends of mine. It's not if you're looking for... Valley of the Dolls, it's not, it's grounded in reality. It
1: is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes. Called the Fall Again Series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. One more Adam. The Innovators Global Summit is a two-day event coming up in San Francisco that will shed light on the work of physician innovators all over the world who are doing their part to affect change in Healthcare. While physicians are considered the scientific leaders in healthcare, they aren't always recognized for their efforts pushing for change and improvement in healthcare. And yet, many physician innovators are doing some amazing things related to healthcare in different areas all around the world. The inaugural Innovation MD Global Summit 2020 will be held January 11th and January 12th at UCSF Mission Bay in San Francisco, very close to the waterfront. It will showcase the work of physician. Innovators and hopefully inspire others to learn and ignite innovation in healthcare. To register for the Innovator Global Summit 2020, go to igs2020.com, 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 igs2020.com.
2: Attention, sports fans! Now you can watch every football game you want all season long without leaving your home with Dish for about fifty bucks a month Free installation as soon as tomorrow. But you gotta call All American Dish right now.
1: 800 296 1251. 800 296 1251. 800 296 1251. That's 800 296 1251. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear,